Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You have high bandwidth, but your connection is still slow. Your friend has slower bandwidth, but says something called latency is good for them, and that's why you die so much when you play them online. Are you confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about latency versus bandwidth. Bandwidth is often expressed as megabits or gigabits per second. Get a fast 500 megabits per second connection. That number, 500 megabits per second, tells you how much data you can receive every second. It doesn't mean you will, but you could. Also, that number isn't actually your bandwidth so much as it is a measure of the available bandwidth's optimum throughput. Throughput is the amount of data that is actually transferred over a given period of time. So 100 megabits per second is the highest throughput that the available bandwidth can deliver. But you may not see 100 megabits per second of throughput in use because that throughput in practice is affected by a number of factors. And one of those factors is latency. Latency is the time it takes for information to get from one point to another. It's most often measured as a round trip. I make a request, say, for a website. The request travels to a server. The server delivers the web page, and that data shows up in my browser. That round-trip time is the latency. Latency is usually measured in milliseconds. That's really fast. One millisecond is a thousandth of a second. So a thousand milliseconds is one second. And by the way, one second of latency is very bad. Oh, and by the way, also... In most command line systems, the ping command measures latency, so you may sometimes hear latency referred to as the ping rate. There's a lot of different ways to measure latency, like round trip time or time to first bite, but all you really need to know to understand the concept of latency is that it's roughly speaking the time from when you click the link to the time the page loads. It could also be the time from when you press the shoot button to when the enemy robot falls, but you're getting the idea now. So back to bandwidth. Bandwidth is really not speed. It can have an effect on speed, but it isn't speed. Latency is closer to speed, but it also isn't actually speed. Throughput is kind of your speed. It's the amount of data that can be transferred over a given period of time. And your actual throughput is affected by latency and bandwidth. Analogy time. Think of bandwidth like your water pipe. If it's a big pipe... It can handle more water than if it's small, right? But if the source of your water 
It isn't sending a lot of water, just a trickle. Or if it's sending the water slowly, it doesn't matter how big the pipe is. A bigger pipe doesn't mean more water arrives faster. But a small pipe can slow down water delivery if more water is trying to be sent than the pipe can hold. Bandwidth only really quote-unquote speeds up your connection in so much as it takes away the limiting factor of the pipe being too small. Bandwidth and latency affect each other and therefore affect your throughput and therefore your perceived speed. But how? Well, maybe a car analogy works better for this. Latency is how fast the car can go. Bandwidth is how many lanes are on the road, and throughput is the number of cars traveling on the road in a given period of time. And of course, the cars are the data. If the car can only go 55 miles per hour, it doesn't matter if there are 6, 10, or 30 lanes, the car, aka your data, will only arrive as fast as 55 miles an hour can get it there. That's your latency measurement. But let's say the car can legally go 100 miles per hour on the road, but the road has only one lane, and that lane is filled with other cars, not all of them going 100 miles per hour. That's going to slow the car down. It won't reach its top speed. Latency can create bottlenecks, just like lots of slow cars on the freeway can cause traffic jams for the faster ones. What's that I hear? A thousand network admins asking me to add jitter to this explanation? Okay, but only because you can kill my network access if I don't. To be honest, jitter is not something you need to know to understand latency versus bandwidth, but it is another thing that can help explain odd behavior, and I'll make the admins happy, and you always want to make your admins happy. Jitter is the variability over time of latency. So you have a connection that swings from 100 milliseconds to 600, then 486, then 700 milliseconds, then back to 100 milliseconds. So what's that variability? Going back to our car analogy, jitter happens when there are too many cars on the road. Your 100 mile per hour sports car can speed up to 70 and then it has to slow down and almost stop. And then the traffic moves and it speeds up again. I mean, kind of. It's actually different packets in a connection going at different rates because of varying network connections. But for our purposes, jitter is why you can't just get one latency measurement that will always be the same. It's also why your Skype call may suddenly drop out and then come back just fine. Any streaming data is sensitive to jitter. It's kind of its own topic, but it's good to know about. Okay, back to latency versus bandwidth. So, why does every advertisement for your ISP have the bandwidth number? Probably because bandwidth is under their control. Latency can be affected by a lot of things outside the ISP's control. Distance affects latency. You probably know there is an upper speed limit on light, <laughs> and light travels slower through cables than through a vacuum. Fiber optic cables impede the speed of light the least, slowing it down from 3.3 to 4.9 microseconds per kilometer. But the point is, data can only travel so fast, and therefore, even under optimal conditions, the farther away the source of your data is, the higher the latency is going to have to be. If the server you're getting your data from is halfway around the world, the latency is just going to be longer. But the distance isn't just determined by the geographical location of the server. Some of this delay might be because of your ISP. Let's take a satellite ISP that has to send the data up to the satellite and back down to the ground again. Even if the server you're trying to reach is next door, 
If you're using a satellite ISP, your request has to travel a long way. This is why in terrestrial ISPs, your distance from the node can affect your speed since it takes longer for your request to get to the ISP where it can route it where it's going. But even if you are really close to the node and the server is in a data center physically near you, other things can also contribute to longer latency. Routers along the way also affect latency. Now here, I'm not talking about your own router. I'm talking about the routers in your ISP and the internet exchange point and the data centers that are taking your request and the resulting web page. All of that has to go through multiple routers. And each router along the way takes time to analyze the packets and sometimes add information to help the packet find its way or even split the packets into smaller packets. Each router a packet has to go through, as well as any switches and bridges, adds to the latency. And packets may not always take the route with the fewest routers. That depends on ISP agreements and who's handling the traffic and a lot of other considerations. This is one of the reasons Netflix tries to put servers inside an ISP's operation to eliminate those routes that can introduce latency. It's also why slow Netflix connections are sometimes fixed by using a VPN because the VPN causes the data to use a different route. Netflix isn't the only one. You may have heard of the term CDN. That stands for Content Delivery Network. A CDN caches data in multiple locations close to expected users to reduce the travel time of the data. And depending on the type of data you're asking for, other things can also introduce latency. Is the data stored somewhere off the server? Time to go access that storage adds to the latency. Remember, you don't have a direct connection from your computer to the server. Your request goes through your router, your ISP's node, internet exchange points, transit providers, sometimes multiples of those, to the data center, possibly multiple servers to get to the right ones, switches and bridges to take you there along the way, maybe some external storage. And when you think about all those paths, it's kind of impressive that latency is measured at milliseconds, not minutes. And that's not just for a web page's text, right? I mean, even when we're talking about web pages, each image on a web page is a separate request, not to mention scripts and ads and third-party plugins. The perceived speed of a web page loading is affected by lots of other stuff too, besides the latency. But if the latency is large for each of those elements, that page is going to take longer to load. And let's not even get into what it takes to make a video stream appear coherent We'll do that on another episode. Another issue is congestion, the one-lane road problem, or in Los Angeles, the no-matter-how-many-lane-road problem. Bandwidth is a constraint on your throughput. Very low latency may just get bogged down traveling through those skinny pipes or fat pipes that have a lot of users, sending a lot of data through them at the same time. It's uh, what I sometimes call the Game of Thrones problem. Everybody wants the episode from the system at the exact same time. So what is good latency? Well, good is relative. Obviously, the lower, the better. But for most uses, you won't notice latency less than, say, 100 milliseconds. Because most of your internet uses, web pages, emails, etc., are not that sensitive to it. Gaming is one that is sensitive because you're dealing with constant round-trip data. Video streaming is latency-sensitive because you need all the packets in each frame to keep the video smooth. So 50 or even better, 30 milliseconds 
or less is desirable for gaming, and about 30 to 60 for streaming video, though there are some tricks that can keep it smooth at higher latencies. How do you improve your latency? Largely, it's in the hands of people bringing you your data. ISPs are usually good at minimizing their effect on latency, but changing ISPs could help in some cases. More often, the source of your data and whether they are using a CDN or otherwise, keeping the transit route short, will be the determining factor. But you may be introducing latency on your end as well, and you can at least eliminate those factors. Your router can easily cause extra latency, so make sure your router is up to date with its firmware and check to see what its optimal ability is. Upgrading your router may help in certain special cases. And plug in with Ethernet. Wi-Fi is so much better than it used to be, but it still adds some latency just by the nature of having to broadcast through the air, then convert back again, while Ethernet sends the data straight on through. So one more time, bandwidth is not speed, throughput is affected by available bandwidth, and latency, and latency, well, latency is hard to control. But I hope this helps you understand why more bandwidth isn't always the solution and why I'm always chiding people to not use Wi-Fi to stream their video. In other words, I hope now you know a little more about latency versus bandwidth. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.